Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Welcome to today's podcast episode where we're talking about this trend or it's not really a trend because it happens all of the time, not just at a specific time, but this phenomenon that happens where moms are so overwhelmed by their homes. They're so overwhelmed by the clutter. They're drowning in this stuff and they are convinced sometimes it's, it's right. Most of the time it's not that they need a different house. They need like a different structure house. They need a bigger house. They need a smaller house. They need a different kind of house. And then it would be easier to organize their stuff. And then it would be easier to store their stuff. Now, I'm not here to argue or debate whether or not you need a different house or you need a bigger house, but I am going to share some real experiences from moms inside of Motherhood Simplified who thought that they needed a bigger house or a smaller house <laughs> and how that went for them. Because here's the truth. Have you ever heard, have you ever heard the saying, wherever you go, there you are, <laughs> right? Which means like, wherever you go, you're going to have the same stuff following you if you don't address it. And if you don't fix it, right? Moving to a new town won't fix your financial issues unless you fix your financial issues, right? Moving to a different house without decluttering, if you are struggling with the clutter inside of your house, moving to a different house will not solve that. Moving into a bigger house, you will still have the same amount of clutter to manage. You might just be able to hide it better, but the chances are that you will probably also just fill up that space too. And moving into a smaller house without addressing the root issue of your clutter is not going to work either, right? You might reduce the amount of stuff down to what fits into that space, but you're still not going to solve that problem, right? A lot of times people reduce their home size or move into like a temporary living situation and get storage units or hold on to their clutter somewhere and don't actually address the root issues. Wherever you go, there you are. Wherever you move, there your clutter is, unless you address it. So it's easy for me to say this, but I'm going to share these very real experiences from mothers and myself inside of Motherhood Simplified so that you can you can be like, okay, like she's not just saying stuff to say it. Like <laughs> this is actually how it works. So Danielle Grigg is an admin of Motherhood Simplified. She is a good friend and she is actually the very one of the very first moms to let me help her in decluttering her home. And when I first started working with her, she's actually a realtor as well. So she sees this all the time. Um, she was like, I need to declutter. Well, I need a bigger house and I need to declutter, right? And so I, I told her, declutter first and then see how you feel about buying a bigger or different house, right? And she was like, man, you know, I, I need a bigger house. I definitely need a bigger house. Um, but you know what? I can't buy the house right now. So I might as well declutter in the meantime. She decluttered her house while she was pregnant and was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like, <laughs> I don't need, I don't need a bigger house, right? I don't need a bigger house. She's like, you saved me so much money on not getting a mortgage for a bigger house to store my stuff inside. 
Now, here's what happened for her though, because she did buy a different house. She was able to get clarity on what kinds of spaces she actually wanted, right? She thought she needed a bigger house because she was drowning in stuff. She decluttered and was like, okay, we do want a slightly bigger house, you know, a more open floor plan, bigger bedrooms for the kids because the kids are only getting older and only getting bigger. And so she got that, but she was only able to do that and make a wise decision because she had decluttered. Okay. So, and this has happened to several moms. I know one family who got inside of my course, Decluttering Simplified, they're a large family. They have a lot of children. I think they have five plus children and they're like, we need a bigger house. We need a bigger house. And again, they decluttered first and they're staying in the house that they have now. And here's the best part. They've decluttered so much and they've reined in their spending habits so much that they are able to pay double on their mortgage, on their original house. They had enough room in their house and they even have enough money now to pay double on their mortgage, right? Because they address the root issue, which was too much stuff in their home and it impacts every area of your life, okay? So those are two very specific stories of families being like, we definitely need a bigger house. Like we 100% need a bigger house and then decluttering and realizing that the space that they have is adequate. And this has happened for me. I'll show, share my stories um, first, but I also want to share the story of a friend whose name I'm going to need, leave anonymous because I did not ask her if she was okay with me sharing this story yet. I'm sure that she will be, but before I share her name, I'm just going to say my friend. Okay. So my friend lived in a normal house, um, normal amount of stuff, like needed to declutter, but thought that moving into a tiny home on a piece of land would be the solution to her clutter. She's like in her head, a smaller house means less stuff to maintain and it's going to be simpler and it's going to be easier for our family. They have four children. And she was like, so we're going to do that. We're going to buy a piece of land. We're going to get this tiny home. And I was like, okay, if you are open to it and if you want to hear my experience in this, I'll share it with you. But tiny home living is not simpler. <laughs> it is not simpler. And she was like, no, I, and, and I think everybody should try it. Okay. So she's like, you know what? I, I trust you and we're going to try it anyway. So they decluttered some of their stuff. They did not declutter down to an amount that fit into the tiny home, right? Which I think was like a 600 square foot home for a family of six, right? They have four children and they're pretty old. They have some preteens and then a toddler. And um, they got a storage unit to store their stuff right? Because they were like, okay, we thought we could fit more stuff in here and we can't, and we don't know what to do with the stuff. So now they have a storage unit. They have this tiny home. They have, they're trying to manage way too much stuff inside of a too small home. And it's just not working because if you don't address the issue of your clutter and you just move to a different location, you're going to have the same problems. And the same problems happen when you move into houses in bigger spaces. And I don't actually have an example of this happening specifically, but I have seen it inside of the group. Like I can't remember any of the names of people moving into bigger houses, thinking that they're going to have more space for organization. They're going to have more space for storage. And they just end up filling up the space with more clutter. And it's just more space to buy stuff and put stuff into the corners of their home. And the issues aren't solved. They're just bigger now. They're just bigger. In a bigger home, the clutter issue just gets bigger. If you move to a smaller home, 
the clutter issue just gets more intense because you're closer to it and you can't escape it. You can't hide it in the closet because there's no closets to hide it in. So I want to let you know that a lot of times what I see said inside of the group, and I want to address it so that we can acknowledge it and be honest with ourselves about it, is that we want to move to a different house thinking that a different location is going to solve the problem for us. And if you don't declutter and if you don't address it, fully and honestly, first, you're going to be wasting your time. You're going to be wasting your time. You're going to be wasting your energy. You're going to be wasting your money. You're going to be wasting your money to move. You're going to be wasting your money on possibly a bigger house. If you move into a tiny home, you're going to be wasting your money on like getting a tiny home up and running, which is expensive, right? Um, but I think that we do this because we we know deep down what we need to do. We know the work that we need to do, but it's hard, right? So we're looking for an easier way out. We're looking for a, a way to bypass this work of actually decluttering our stuff and actually getting out of the way. And here's the thing about moving anyway. When you move, you have to move all of that stuff anyway. And a lot of times what happens, and that we this is coming from a family who has moved once a year or more since 2012, is that you You have to literally pack up all of that stuff and move it anyway. And you pick it up from this house and then move it to that house, or you pick it up from this house and you move it to the storage unit. And you could be saving a whole lot of time, energy, and money by just picking it up from this house and taking it to be donated, right? Or attempting to sell it or however it is that you are getting rid of the clutter. But moving it to a different house or moving it to a different location is just clutter shifting. It's just clutter shifting and it's wasting all of your efforts, right? And moving is not easier. It is not, right? If you, you know, we have been able to move pretty simply because we have decluttered and we've stayed decluttered, but moving doesn't solve your clutter issue. It just makes it so you can avoid it for a little bit longer and you get to do it in a big and distracting way, but it doesn't actually solve your clutter issue. So I think it's pretty obvious the reasons that a lot of us think the solution is to have a bigger house. And I, I will not argue, sometimes you do need a bigger house, um, but most of the time your house is adequate. But I think the obvious appeal to that is like you have more space. So you have more closets, you have more stuff, you have more places to put things. And so in our mind, it makes kind of sense that that would be better. That would be easier, but it's not. It's not in the long term. It's a trick. It's a trap. Don't fall for it. Declutter first and then decide. Now, I think the other reason on the other end, because I see the trend go both ways, I need a bigger house or I want to go to a tiny house. We are so overwhelmed by our everyday life, by the daily messes, the amount of stuff, the clutter piles, the piles on our stairs, the piles on our counters, the piles on our couches, the piles on our floors, you know, the closets full of stuff, the stuff under the bed, the stuff under the couches, the stuff jammed and hidden inside all of the cabinets and all of the closets, right? Like all of this stuff is overwhelming and we can see that a big house isn't what we want. And so we go to the other end of the spectrum and we are like, okay, a tiny house, tiny house, I think is the answer. Sounds so much simpler. Sounds so much easier. It sounds like less to clean, less to maintain. And you know what? Yeah, it is less to clean, but it, I've done it. Okay. We have done it. We did it for about five months and it's not simpler. It is not simpler in a modern day life. It, for us, it was not simpler for us having, you know, our kids in school and trying to homeschool because we did it both ways. 
um, my husband working a job, like a pretty traditional job, he's still an entrepreneur, but you know, we, we aren't just like running around the world with no responsibilities. Like we still have to make money. We still have to figure out how to live. And when you're in a tiny home, you don't always have access to things like water or electricity in a simple way. It costs a lot of money to get that established. It costs a lot of money to get water to your place, um, electricity to your place, to buy the land, to pay taxes on the land, to make sure that your, your tiny home is functional, right? It costs a lot of money and it's, it's not, it's not necessarily simpler, right? We have this idea in our head that smaller equals simpler, but in our experience, it was not just examples of like, okay, so it's the middle of winter and our pipes froze for our 10 gallon water tank. The little bit of water that we had, we can't shower. We can't wash our dishes. We have no water. What can we get water down the drain because it's frozen? Like, what do we do? Right. How the heck do we do this? Like, it's not simpler. Have to take laundry to the laundromat with three kids. Have to find a place to park it. Have to like, it, it just was not simpler. It was smaller and we had less stuff, but it was not simpler. Okay. So I think the best thing to do is to declutter the, the space that you're in right now, declutter the space that you're in right now and the house that you're in right now, because moving is a lot of work, whether you're moving to a bigger house or a smaller house, moving is a lot of work and it distracts you from your main desire. Right. And when you declutter the house that you're in right now, you get to focus on the house that you're in right now and the life that you have right now, instead of pursuing the idea of what you want, which is an easier home to live in, right? Like ultimately, if you're listening to this podcast, that's what you're wanting is an easier home to live in. And I'm not trying to persuade you either way to like not buy a bigger house and to not go live in a tiny home. I just want you to get clarity on the root issue and why you are where you are, because it could be that your house is actually totally fine. Like my friend, Danielle, or it could be that your house has no closets and you really do want to get a house with closets, right? Or maybe you declutter and you're like, okay, we really do need like just a little bit more space or maybe a better layout because it's just not functional for your family. Um, or maybe some people even declutter. Um, there is one mom who did this. They decluttered their like 3000 square foot house and downsized to about a 1200 square foot house. Okay. So it can go either direction, but I think it's really important again, just to sound like I'm on repeat you have to declutter the space that you're in right now and get clarity on what you actually have and what you actually want that's different. Because when you declutter this stuff, you get the excess out of the way, you can actually see what's working and what's not working in your home and why it's not working. Um, and you can get clarity on what you actually want, right? Okay, and I have another podcast episode that I think would be really helpful for you if you are struggling with liking the home that you're in and feeling like it doesn't work for you called how to like your home when you don't love it. And this is where I want to share my experiences of homes that we've been in because I have been in these homes and I have lived firsthand for the last eight or nine years, however many since 2012, like being in a lot of different homes and making them all feel like home, even if they weren't exactly what I wanted, you know, like aesthetically or layout wise or whatever it might be, I was still able to love and appreciate my home, even if it wasn't my dream home. So I share this to let you guys know that I really do practice what I preach and I will never recommend something to you that I haven't done myself. So 
you probably know, if you don't, I'm going to tell you again, um, or if you do know, I'm going to tell you again, if you don't know here, now you know, but we moved from Alaska to Florida with only one suitcase of stuff each. And we had three kids at the time and we did not keep a storage unit. We did not save our stuff for later. Um, we just moved with what we had and we got replacement stuff when we got to Florida and it was amazing. I'm not going to talk a whole lot about that, but we, it, it taught me very powerfully that we have a very skewed perspective about what is essential, what we need, what is worth keeping and what's not worth keeping because like 80% of what we got rid of in Alaska, we never repurchased. We have not recluttered our house, right? We just haven't done it. And I had like a, a, I had two lawns full of stuff, a driveway full of stuff, a garage full of stuff, a house full of stuff, and then a thousand square foot preschool full of stuff that I sold and donated and got rid of when we left Alaska. So I'm telling you, we had a lot of stuff. We had like 4,000 square foot worth of stuff in this thousand square foot house. And we didn't get rid, we didn't reaccumulate most of it. And while we were living in Florida for about that four years, we did accumulate more stuff like toys for the kids, some clothes, decor, um, things like gym equipment, some kitchen gadgets, not a whole lot, but enough to hold a garage sale when we left. And then when we moved from Florida to Idaho in our RV, we had an entire garage full of stuff to get rid of that didn't fit into the RV with us. And we lived in that tiny RV for about five months with we had three kids and a St. Bernard and my husband and I, and we only had what fit inside of our home. And so when I tell you that your home is adequate, that your home is likely extremely adequate for you and extremely possible to work for you, I'm saying that from somebody who has lived in less than 300 square feet, right? With a family of five and a dog. Like we have lived in that size of a house and we only kept what fit in that space. And I don't recommend it. <laughs> I do not recommend living in such a small space. If you are living a, nor a quote, air quote, like normal life, um, because you're, it's not simple. It is way more complicated than a normal life for us anyway it was. But you can make your homework for you. And we've done this in 900 square foot houses, 1200 square foot houses, 3000 square foot houses, and the house that we're in now, which is like a 2300 square foot house. Um, you can make your house work for you if you just declutter the stuff inside of it, right? And if you just take a step back and get really honest with yourself about like what is actually working inside of my home and what is not working inside of my home and what do I need to get rid of in order to make it work? And that is what I teach, all, like that's what this whole entire podcast is dedicated to. And it's what I dive deep into decluttering simplified the course that I created to help you declutter your entire home, like once and for all and to not reclutter it. Um, so I hope that this was helpful for you guys. Before we go, I want to tell you an exciting announcement that I am starting to implement for the podcast because I am in the process of finding a team of people to help me produce this podcast on a much more professional level. But the first thing that I want to tell you about. Don't worry about that because that doesn't affect you, right? <laughs> Other than it's going to be nicer to listen to. It will sound a lot better. Um, but if you listen on iTunes, 
I would love if you just listened to these instructions real quick and left a positive review because positive reviews help me reach more people and they mean the world to me so that we can get this message out to more moms who need it. So if you are listening on iTunes, if you leave a positive review, type it out, whatever it is that you want to say with a five-star review, before you submit it, take a screenshot of what you wrote and then hit submit on your review and then head over to your email and email that screenshot to Krista at motherhoodsimplified.com. Um, and just let me know that you left a positive review. Don't forget to hit submit on, on your actual review. If you leave a five-star positive review and send that screenshot to me at my email, I will send you an hour long video of decluttering tutorials of spaces that I have helped other moms declutter. And we specifically focus on surface clutter and decluttering surfaces inside of your home. So I'm talking about all of those piles, like any surface in your home that drives you bananas. It's an entire hour long workshop on how to declutter those spaces. So your kitchen counters, your stairs, your floors, your couches, your end tables, your dressers, your nightstands, your kitchen cabinets, your bathroom cabinets, your floors, if I didn't say that already, right? Like your desk areas. I have examples of these spaces and I show you exactly how I would declutter them as if I were sitting there next to you. And this is such a good tutorial. It's very, very powerful. It's very helpful to see like the visual spaces and what they look like. So if you submit that review and then send me the evidence of you doing it, I will send that um, free decluttering tutorial to you. And um, just as a way of saying thank you and helping me get this podcast into the ears of more moms like you. So if you have questions about that, if you're listening in the Facebook group, just let me know. There is a post up in the announcement section to explain how to do this if you're a little bit confused, um, but I would really appreciate if you did it. And I look forward to seeing you all on the next episode. Bye. Hey, real quick before you go, I just wanted to let you know, you're not a terrible housekeeper. You just have too much stuff and you might have some toddlers. I wanted to invite you to Decluttering Simplified, the four-week plan to help you declutter your entire home top to bottom in the simplest way possible. Yes, it can be easy. Yes, you can do it. Stop shifting your clutter around. You know, the thing you do where you don't really know what to do with the stuff, so you try to put it in the closet or move it to another space of the house, or maybe you even packed it up into nice little containers, but ultimately you're just organizing your clutter and that's not gonna get you to where you wanna be. Decluttering Simplified is your four-week plan. You don't have to do it in four weeks. You get lifetime access to it, but I promise you, once you get started, you're not going to want to stop until the four weeks is up. In addition to this four-week plan, you get to join the Decluttering Simplified group and myself twice a month for live co-decluttering sessions. This is where we hop on Zoom together. I play you some super fun and kid-friendly music, and you get 30 minutes to declutter with all of us together to help keep you on track. I promise you will love this. You will have so much fun. And best of all, you will get your house decluttered in no time. If you wanna get into Decluttering Simplified, just go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash decluttering simplified, or you can find the link in the show notes of this episode. I can't wait to see you inside. Hey, before you go, have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? 
It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.